surprise. And here it is. Yes, welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters for another triumphant week. We're back for the attack. I'm Christian Blatt. As always, Eric Zane, EZ himself. Hello, sir. How are you? Christian, it's it's great to see you, hear you. Can you believe this 23rd episode? I mean, we are just just climbing the charts, seriously. Yeah, I think that the uh the early Vegas line uh set the uh was set at 3. So we've far surpassed that and uh we were the one instance where we proved that uh the the house loses. And uh, I, uh, I I assume you had a uh, great uh, football weekend. Your Lions, one of the success stories over the big weekend. Uh, as a result, no clips from that game in the sports segment. <laughs> you know, I um, truth be told, I don't watch a damn thing other than the Lions. It's so embarrassing. So, yes, I uh, Carl's team won. My team won. We beat the Rams. Fuck the Rams. Fuck Kelly Stafford. And uh, there you go. Well, don't forget uh, the uh, the Lions are Carl's other team, so uh, you know he uh, you know. So I don't believe he's... that shit. That's just because <laughs> he likes pandering to his Detroit audience that he somehow has been able to carve out some way. I, I don't believe I, two teams. I will pander to any audience, uh, anyone with enough super chat. I will root for their team throughout the remainder of the playoffs and maybe even into next year. Uh, since the uh, the New Jersey area football teams did not make the playoffs, uh, one thing I wanted there you go, Carl himself pointing out uh, go Lions. See, exactly. I don't know if that might be Carl. We don't really know, but no. Look at the tips. Should we? Can we zoom in on the tips in that avatar? You can oh. tell that that's definitely yeah. They're very frosty. Okay, maybe. Uh, you, right before we started, you uh, showed me something that I want to share to everyone and it's uh not what it sounds like but uh talk about the uh the accumulation out there in your neck of the woods lately yeah. and I know we don't worry this isn't going to be the 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 theme of the show we're not going to talk weather but uh I, I I have to say that even growing up somewhere where it snowed a lot this was really impressive yeah that uh your this this is your barbecue that we're looking at yeah for I, was gonna, I, was, I was gonna cook up some steaks <laughs> and uh a buffalo amount of snow fell on it and no, uh, I, you know, I would say that only Carl would get more snow than this. He's by a giant lake. I'm by a giant lake. Uh, three feet of snow in the past handful of days. So welcome to winter. Wow. Well, uh, we will uh, we will definitely talk about the weather <laughs> when it uh, relates to some of our football clips a little later. Uh, but uh, that's that's really it for now. Uh, we're going to dive into some good stuff, but uh, I think we touched on briefly the concept of Super Chats. Eric, remind everyone how Super Chats work on this show. This is so simple. We like to make Christian uncomfortable. You know, he's kind of a dork. So if he's sitting... He's charged. <laughs> can't, if, can't sue you for slander. <laughs> like, if he's talking about tasting children, uh, you know, you would that would be because you have put up a Super Chat with a dollar amount that's high enough that you win. Okay, that means he will sign off the show with something really ridiculous. So whoever throws the most dough at it with the most ridiculous thing, that will be his sign off. Now, we'll take any super chat, of course. Of course. Uh, If you don't feel like uh, a wacky thing to say is totally fine, we'll gladly spend your money. Thank you for that. We will put you up on the screen. You can also be up on the screen if you make us laugh or you pledge allegiance to the Lions. I just added that one. 
Either one of those. And, uh, you know, we had a uh, celebrity in the chat earlier. Uh, the great Cardiff Electric was the first one to comment on the show. America's favorite potato was uh, there a little bit earlier. So uh, thank you to Cardiff. I love Cardiff. And uh, he's uh, working feverishly to bring us the potato world order. I should really get all those drops. Anyway, uh, I want to start with big news. Probably the biggest news in all of the land, really. That's that's the way I look at it. So we're going to go straight to newscasters talking real news. Uh, how soon into me spinning my wheels could you realize I couldn't find the jingle I wanted? So uh, I was just uh, very you know, slowly spinning plates. There. <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't think that if you hadn't said anything. As Simon three forty three throws four ninety nine at us and says, "If a woman swallows, is that considered cannibalism?" <laughs> All right. Hey, if that's what I sign off with, that's what I sign off with. Anyway, we have to talk about uh, some of the biggest news in the country. And I have to start off before we get into this by saying that I own apology to Ray DeVito, comedian Ray DeVito. And I know for a fact I have a very good authority. He does not like me. And uh, I haven't really done anything to try and get myself into his good graces. He was on the latest episode of Who Are These Podcasts? And he mentioned in passing this video. I didn't even finish the episode. I immediately went to go find this video, and it's amazing. And uh, I don't know how I missed it, but uh, we're going to see, the again, the biggest story in the whole country is uh, former Beverly Hills 90210 and Sharknado star Ian Zeering. Well, he might be able to fend off a Sharknado, but uh, let's see how he does against some bicycling hobbyists. This morning, new video shows the terrifying encounter between terrifying. actor Ian Searing and a group of bikers. <laughs> the 59-year-old says the bikers surrounded his car while he was driving on the famed Hollywood Boulevard in L.A. on New Year's Eve. And then he's really him. taking some punches the here. Yeah, the one TNC guy did. Yeah, the, but but, that, the, the chick in the pink, he should have just dug her eyes right out of her fucking head because she wasn't she wasn't hardly doing anything. Yeah, no, no, but I, that's probably he the one that left a mark on, the on it. Hollywood Boulevard and, uh, in LA on New Year's. Yeah, Eve. I mean, I think that uh, you know in they're the really going to town on him. TM. And clearly, the the mistake here, and he said afterwards, is that he shouldn't have gotten out of the car. And it's like, yeah, you think? No. You just, <laughs> I mean, it, if you're going to get into a war with these animals, whoever these people are, yeah. just fucking fly through them, hit the gas, and just like goddamn bowling pins. Yeah. I mean. Who gives a Don't shit? Don't forget, the, the definition of celebrity is always evolving. Ian Zeering, you are still enough of a celebrity that you could have just, you know, floored into them. It would have been fine. I like and even how... if you weren't, then you could have uh, decided to transition so that you could dodge the case. <laughs> and I'm sorry, what were you going to say? <laughs> I like how at the one point he's running away like, you know, NFL guy who has the parachute behind him to build his strength <laughs> while he's running. Yeah. If you roll it, you'll actually see that. 
Yeah, let's uh, let's watch See, him. Bikers are seen violently kicking and pounding their helmets on Zering's yep. Mercedes. They, oh, his Mercedes. That's the part where we're supposed to feel bad the for him. Confrontation, but bystander video shows. Look, he gets a shot in there, and then he realizes. Oh, yeah. he's, he's got to hustle his ass back across the street. There's he's got him. Oh, they him into the car. Chase and punch him. Later, this video shows him consoling his ten-year-old daughter Penna, who was in the car. This oh yeah, that's the part that uh, you know. I'm sorry that his daughter got scared, but you know what? Daddy should have uh, yeah should have stayed inside. The he got he got out got of that kids. car. Don't you drive differently when your kids are in the car than when yeah. you're driving by yourself and you're 10 minutes late to go somewhere? Come on. He uh, he. I think he got out of the car and left her in there. <laughs> if you notice, he gets out and then he gets beat up and then he runs away and then she's like, "What the fuck?" You know? Yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, I guess all's well that ends well, you know, I mean, uh, nobody really got hurt and, uh, I am sorry for the uh, windshield of his Mercedes and, uh, we'll take up a donation. We'll do a GoFundMe for the uh, windshield on Ian Zeering's Mercedes. Well, but, uh, and that's the last time we'll ever hear from Ian Zeering. I, I mean, I feel like there's always one more Sharknado brewing, you know, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't checked the weather map, but I feel like way out to sea, there's a uh, Sharknado, but I hope everybody enjoyed that. I wanted to start there and uh, Kelly Riddle, that was a good move, throwing a fat white chick at those ninjas to distract them. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly Riddle. I got a very nice email from Kelly Riddle uh, since uh, our last show, and we appreciate uh, when people reach out to us. Uh, you can always uh, leave a review for us, too, but uh, we appreciate any kind of communication. All right, that's enough of the, the big stories. Let's uh, head uh, to our comfort zone. Local news. Others imitated. We appreciate it. You know, I, I think that uh, we could probably do a whole special episode of this show that has uh, our favorite footage from Ring doorbell cameras because, boy, we've seen some crazy. We saw a house blow up on Ring doorbell cam, if you remember, uh, yes. going back to one of our earlier shows. And, uh, I mean, look, th there's uh, some interesting stuff around this, but I'm not going to lie. We're playing this story from Fresno uh, because of uh, – one in particular, but this guy's ring camera uh, picked up uh, some truly interesting stuff, and uh, it makes you think that uh, I guess stop signs aren't always a thing anymore. <laughs> there he is getting his mail. Wow! <laughs> and at the last this second. is one crash. Ruben Omar is reported from his home security <laughs> system. Two cars collide at Minnewawa and Tulare as he jumps. There it is out again. He jumps away. Go ahead. He he was light on his feet like he was doing double dutch there. And this guy's a, I mean, he's 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 three bills. Well, I'm getting the impression that uh he probably every time that he gets his mail, he has to be a little light on mail. his feet. I was telling my uh my family yesterday, I was like, I don't know why my back hurts so much. And we looked at the video. One of the mailboxes actually. The mailbox the literally back. smashes right, him in the back. Car crashes on his <laughs> camera all the time. Now he's got some other ones. That's his greatest hit, but uh, here's a couple album tracks. Oh, yes! So dust goes up into, into his, his yard. Couple cars the stop on the side street hit into each other. On Avenue and uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's no stop sign, no light on this street. And uh, the uh, story goes on to show a local politician who says, uh, we're going to make this priority 
next year. So, so this was in December, but still, it's like, all right, yeah, yeah, we'll get on this, you know, eventually. <laughs> it, it, it's interesting, though, that those cross streets do have a stop sign. You can see the one on the uh, on the side of your screen there. Yeah. If these fucking morons would just look, they would, would probably wouldn't have as much of a problem. But I his reaction that- was great. I think that a three-way stop is a lot more dangerous than a no-way stop. You know, if there's no stop signs, everybody knows that, that it's every man for themselves. But if some people have to stop, then you're like, well, obviously we're all stopping, right? That doesn't make any sense. But uh, not here. And, uh, you know, glad that he's doing all right. But uh, I'm sure that uh, I don't know how that that news story doesn't end with him suing the city for not putting in. And uh, well, <laughs> Sean out West had a couple of thoughts there. Uh, I I can't, you know, I don't I, I don't have my good glasses on, Eric, so yeah. I couldn't read either of those. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you Sean, can if you watch Sean blames Asian drivers. That that's yeah. weird. I don't know what's up with that. And They're then, excellent uh, drivers. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And then she, he also says female. So uh, <laughs> that that's weird. I have never heard of those uh, generalizations yeah. before about Asians and women being horrible drivers. Have you ever heard of that, Christian? Certainly not. Not in my day-to-day life. Sean out West must be further West than I am because uh, out here on the West, uh, neither of those things are true. Well, we all remember we had a a great time last week with the uh, video from the courtroom. And uh, we're going to get to know one of the uh, minor players from that video a little bit better. But fortunately, if there's a news story about that incident, it always starts off with the same clip. Millions of people around the world watched this jaw-dropping moment when a defendant attacked Clark County District Court Judge Mary Kay Holthus inside a Las Vegas courtroom earlier this month. Many noticing the man who intervened, Michael Lasso, seen pulling the six-foot, 190-pound man off of the judge. So we're getting to know Michael Lasso, who is our buddy uh, Iraq lookalike, the... the handsome Eric Nagel lookalike right here. And uh, let's let's uh, just spend a few seconds. Throwing in a few punches of his uh, own. A few punches. <laughs> After people oh, wow. saw you jumping in so quickly, they're calling you a hero. How does that make you feel? Uh, you know, it's very humbling. Very humbling. But oh. I think anyone in that situation would have done the same, honestly. And that's all we're going to hear from him. But uh, I think that one sentence made me realize, like, oh, that's why he knows how to punch like that, because uh, that's a, pretty much a weekly occurrence for him, that somebody gets him in a headlock and just pounds on him. Uh, uh, you know, I guess, you know, you don't have to call me a hero, but uh, some folks are. So he's uh, basically the uh, the Tom Myers of the uh, small court. Yes, but, he uh, was really relaxed, really relaxed. Normally... <laughs> Normally he's uh, he's used to giving speeches like God damn it I know you had a heart attack but come to work <laughs> yeah exactly and uh, I was uh, I was very glad to uh, get to know more of him because uh, we we really enjoyed visiting with uh, with Mister Lasso and um, you know not just because he looks like E Rock just because he really stood out the first time I saw that video because of all the punches so uh i've our our girl julie baker in colorado springs she has on her instagram i'm not subscribed you're subscribed she has a feature on her instagram called stupid news that she does and um eric i'm not really sure why i pulled this clip but i'm gonna go ahead and uh, see if you have any thoughts that's right pamela's car was stolen and pamela got arrested here's the tea on what had happened pamela uh, any ideas shit. before we uh, hear the story? This is a kind of an interesting local news story, but uh, do you have any thoughts as to uh, why I might have decided we needed to revisit Julie Baker? Oh, my God. I'm sure that right before she started, she actually said, how do my tits look? 
Uh, God well, damn. Should we tell her? Because they look phenomenal. They look, I, I they look lovely. They yeah. look lovely. Yeah. So oh uh, let's let, let's hear about this story since we're going to take the time to uh, <laughs> to ogle at the lady. Let's see what she wants to tell us. I realizes her car has been stolen and ring, ring, ring. She calls the police. Hello, police. My car has been stolen. Oh, no. So she's acting here. She's doing uh, the part of really uh, report it. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is for our audio audience, letting her know. Letting them know that she's got the pretend phone up to her. Ring, ring. She calls the police. Hello, police. My car has been stolen. Oh, no, that's terrible. We'll get right to it. Not fast enough. Uh, my kids are inside? Uh, the issue, her kids were not inside. No, no, no. She just wanted a faster response time. Pamela, you silly little goose. You silly little uh, goose. You'd be lying to police know. like that. No, no, uh, I hate her. So you liked it better when she didn't talk? Is that, yeah, is that what my takeaway should be? She's just awful. God damn it. But... But before, everything was okay, oh, wasn't it? <laughs> everything was all right. Oh, shit. You know, I don't know. I was trying to zoom in on the picture. I, I think it, uh, it went sideways. I have to apologize to uh, Julie Baker. And um, I hope somebody sends her this clip. I, I, would, I just have to say, I would love to talk to her sometime. Uh, Sean at West says, Lindsay Lohan really fell hard. Uh-huh. Uh, look, I've seen, I've seen Lindsay Lohan. She wishes she looked like Julie Baker. I mean, now. Not in her prime, but uh, right now. Uh, so in any case, uh, I thought that was a good one. And uh, I'll let you read a super chat from our pal Kelly Riddle, who it's been established, by the way. It's WATP canon. Kelly Riddle is a dude. Kelly Riddle writes, if David Chandler ever gets on board with the super chats, we're all fucked. I don't have that kind of money. Never apologize to Ray DeVito. <laughs> Uh, what does that stand for? Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what the FTWO. I know the TWO. So are you saying uh, F2Key World Order? I can't subscribe to that. Yeah, Even I don't if, know. Uh, you pay me to say it. I don't mean it. I would never say F the TWO. I'm a big uh, TWO guy and a Potato World Order and uh, Super Chat World Order, which uh, we're enjoying right now. All the World Orders. Yeah, I don't know what's going on because I don't participate in your silly jargon nonsense that goes on with all these, the, the, the inbreeding in these shows, you fucks. Well, <laughs> that's all right. You know, you, the other shows don't give you Super Chats. That's why you don't care about the other ones. I get it. <laughs> so, Eric, you sent me this story this morning. And for most shows, this would be what we would consider a, a feel-good segment. But as the story goes along, it turns into a big boo for us. Uh, this is a, a story featuring a very helpful canine. Do we need anything else to set it up, or you want to dive right into it? No, you're good. All right, let's uh, let's see what happened here. Okay, story time about how Kobe, a four-year-old husky, is a hero. It says on the screen. Listen, he kept digging holes in the yard. I didn't think anything of it, but then again, I was like, this is not like him. Um, had a gas leak in the house prior to this like earlier in the month i was having some issues with my heater got a okay. gas reader checked the house nothing in the house right. checked outside when mm -hmm. he did it again on the 21st and i said you know what let me check the hole check the hole was gas uh, they worked non-stop for three days fixed so this very helpful dog yes finds a gas leak and um we're featuring this on the show but under protest because if not for this dog, just imagine what we would have been. It would have really right. made our highlight reel, don't you think? Well, Eric? yeah. Well, in 23 shows, two of them had homes exploding. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, children died, but I mean, seriously, a home exploded. And yeah. uh, this now this would have been a neighborhood exploding. Yeah. Okay. If this had 
uh, done what could very well have happened. So the dog has ruined everything. Uh, they ended up repairing it. The dog saves the day. So it's all good. It's all good, uh, except for content for this show. It's a sweet right. dog story, and we don't do that shit here. No, no. You know? <laughs> that dog can fuck off for all I care. Yeah, Kobe. Hey, I can yeah. think of somebody named Kobe who I hope you imitate sometime soon. <laughs> what? I One hope those... a fireman takes pictures of your dog parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> you, you took my bad idea and made it worse. That's why Eric Zane and I have so much fun on this show. All right. Now, I, I think a lot of people have already heard about this story. I think it happened on New Year's Day. A uh, troubled gentleman found his way out onto the tarmac at the Salt Lake City Airport and uh, went and got himself sucked into a, a jet engine. Well, it was uh, reported uh, fairly heavily, but now, thanks to this local news broadcast, we have uh, a little step-by-step -step, uh, walkthrough of the day, oh. and uh, they did warn us that uh, because of the uh, mental health issues highlighted in here, this might be an uncomfortable video for some people, so uh, I immediately started recording. Yes. Released to us on Friday. So here's so the guy getting out of the car, at the airport, dressed like a minion. I think I'm not quite January sure what that outfit is. <laughs> clips from it's like Ali, if Ali G was a minion, I guess. All right, so far he's just checking his bags. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Even no problems there. It also shows a timeline of right. what led up to Effinger running. So now he's speaking to some airport employees. And, dropping off a bag at this and then he's like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to leave my bag. Run, frantic and now he's, he's far gumping it through the entire he airport. He is. He is. He's yes. running to the, the airport. Tried looking for exits. And so he takes off his shoes. Right by a worker here and at the airport. Even he tries to right open here a door here is what we saw just right. happen. Right, right. And an employee does notice. You know, they uh, they used to say this a lot after 9-11. If you see something, say something. Yes. And I don't know if people just didn't see something or if they're like, fuck, I don't want to say something. <laughs> because there's a lot of unusual things happening already, including the airport employee who interacts with well, uh, this gentleman. You know, I think we have to be honest here. Saying something's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Especially if you have to make a flight. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, it should be see something, say something. If it fits into your schedule. Yeah. How many people at any given moment are in the Salt Lake City Airport because it's their final destination? Most people are leaving. Right. A lot of us have to go there as a stopover. I know I have. So, yeah, I think you're right. Everybody's like, no, fuck this guy. It'll be all right. You know, I mean, <laughs> if, I, out. if I have to uh, stop my boarding of the plane because some guy is yelling Allah Akbar as he gets onto another plane and I have to say something, I'm not doing it. I'm going out of my own plane. <laughs> right, exactly. All right. So notice he runs right. This is the uh, what we showed a moment ago. The airport employee. Right he's actually talking to the guy. Little moment that they have All right. together. He Still doesn't have the shoes on. Which I mean, that part makes sense because who wants to wear their courses. shoes in an airport? He moves. Over All right. He tries really hard to pull on this door. Pull the door here. Whoopsie! Oh, All right. He falls down. over. And yeah. After trying to pull. He's really trying to get that door open. Still, no one paying attention. And uses his he starts banging on the window. The window. Okay. Trying to find a with way with his out. shoes. Eventually, he finds an emergency exit, kicking through that door. All right, here, and then he kicks the door and down. Running down the stairs, you lose him in frame right about here. 
And the next video that we were shared is an infrared video of him running out on wow. the tarmac. So there he is, infrared. To the yes. Platform and you see the airplane is right there. Taxiing. The video stops just before he reaches the engine cowling of that plane that was headed to San Francisco. Boo. And, and, and he dove into that thing? Yes, he did. He did? He, yeah. Uh, he either dove oh. into it or was sucked into it as he got too close. But uh, the thinking is that he did intentionally dive in there. And uh, so uh, he, you know, the, the story goes on to say that uh, authorities were unable to revive him. And uh, that's <laughs> definitely one of those. Oh, you think? So, so as, as we were talking about it, the local news video did cut off uh, that footage at that moment. But fortunately for all of you, I have actually isolated what I believe the run-in with the plane looked like. Jesus. An asshole. <laughs> My stupid clip didn't play you around. God damn. I like how you did it twice. Like, like well, we didn't know what happened. The four-second clip, you know? I, uh, I did. Holy shit. I went through so much effort to find that out. And you know what's crazy is in the inside of that cowling is going to look like my fucking Vitamix. Uh, <laughs> and, and some fucking son of a bitch has to spray that down. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, just imagine now, having been on that plane and uh, the... Oh. The guy gets sucked into it before you take off. I guess, uh, I, I guess he didn't hurt anybody else. But um, uh. so uh, that's that's our feel good story for the week, though. <laughs> of the greater good, <laughs> authorities were unable to reassemble him. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I oh, damn. Look, I was oh. I was really happy when I thought about using the Super Mario clip. I'm not gonna lie. All right, I'm oh, very proud of myself. Of course you were. I'm definitely gonna pat myself on the back. Uh, it was the so look, shitty. Here's a, here's a cookie that I'm gonna eat le later, just for the sole reason that uh, I did that. Did uh, you just we, happen to have that cookie and you grabbed it just now because you saw it in front of you? Is that? Yeah. No. No. I. I. My. my I'm. I'm. Uh, a, I'm boarding a flight literally right after the show. Hey, I'm so, Christian uh, Blad. Later on, I'm gonna use this strap, and uh, later on, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give myself this maybe, dry erase marker. Maybe I'll use this inhaler, but who knows what's actually tipped into oh, it? Uh, in any case, shut up. Last night <laughs> was the uh, the 75th annual Emmy Awards, and uh, I don't have a ton of clips from it. Because uh, I'm a bit of a TV cuck, I'm not going to lie. And some, some of it was kind of sweet. Some theme songs, bringing some people together. But uh, when you see one of those award shows and a joke gets, uh, you know, they drop the audio out and you don't know what was said, that's when I jump into work. And uh, I found, I don't know, this is from, uh, I believe this is the Mexican broadcast. Uh, so we get to hear... Uh, Pedro Pascal uh, making a joke uh, about uh, why his arm is in a sling. Uh, a lot of people have been asking about my arm. It's actually my shoulder. And I think tonight is a perfect time to tell everyone that Kieran Culkin beat the shit out of me. <laughs> and I love when the person in the crowd plays along. His wife's laughing. Kieran Culkin's staring straight ahead. <laughs> And uh, was that really the Culkin that any of us was going to buy stock in 30 years ago? Was Kieran, by the way? My God. 
Oh fuck! I'm laughing, but I don't. I don't get it. What? Why the fuck is that funny? What happened? So they uh, because uh, Kieran Culkin is on uh, Succession, and Pedro Pascal's on a show called Last of Us, and uh, they kept being nominated head to head in all the oh, award okay. shows. So uh, that was the joke was that uh, he broke. The, uh, you know, I forgot that you're not a showbiz no, insider like no, I I'm am, like, Eric. I should have set that up a little bit better. I'm I'm sitting here going, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I just like that he said beat the shit out of me. And, that was uh, good. And know. I like I like the reaction from everybody. Yeah. And I like that. Now, he so he, you think he's playing along there? Yes. Yeah, he's okay, definitely he's, playing along. He's not just pissed off? No. He's not giving him a Taylor Swift reaction like uh, Joe Coy got. Okay. I think he's, All right. Yeah. He's just uh he's just having some fun. You know, I did mention that uh, there were a number of reunions of uh, casts of some of our favorite shows from over the years, and they went to uh, great lengths to recreate some of the sets. And uh, so naturally, I was very excited that they had, uh, well, a mini Cheers reunion. And um, there's a moment at the end that I found very disturbing, which we'll talk about. Uh, here's a here's a brief look at the Cheers reunion. Uh, and if somebody has the envelope, we can present the award. Uh, yeah, hey. that one right. Hey. Oh, so, uh, wow. so yeah, we've got uh, Kelsey Grammer, Rhea Perlman, Ted Danson, and way off to the side is uh, George Ratzenberger, and then uh, George Went uh, saunters wow. into the shot. Oh, and. Uh, the uh, well, let's just say it's glad that this seems to have rendered in standard definition because um, there are some bags under those eyes. Yeah, he uh, kind of wanders into the shot, Eric. You know how how when you go to a funeral, how fucked up a person looks, and you're yeah. you're taken back by how different they are. That's that's yeah. what I'm experiencing right now with Went, uh, <laughs> except he's actually alive. Yes. Well, oh, and uh, he just basically is going to toss the uh, envelope because he's like ah, it was enough oh, for me to walk around the corner he's done this guy will so, be dead in minutes holy shit i hope that they isolated that clip uh, so that they can play it in memoriam in september's uh, emmy awards uh, oh because uh, it was a big george went fan but uh, it was really upsetting to see him last i'm surprised woody harrelson didn't show up i thought he's always pretty good natured about shit like this you know what more than any of these other people uh, he's probably working you know, he's probably yeah, too that's busy. True. That's true. Uh, one other clip from the Emmys. There was a uh, a running bit that uh, the, when when you and, you know, look, Anthony Anderson uh, isn't getting criticism like Joe Coy because he didn't go up there and tell jokes. He did uh, some songs, some light comedy, but he didn't do a monologue. Uh, but uh, one of the bits they had was instead of using the orchestra to play people off, Anthony Anderson's mom was there. So they're going to have her stand up in the audience. And uh, Anthony Anderson's mom is going to let you know you have to stop talking, which is what happened to Jennifer Coolidge, who many of us know as MILF from American Pie, but she's also a part of the cast of White Lotus. So uh, let's see how hysterically this goes. Really, I just There's Mom Anderson pointing ah, at the clock. Especially, you know, yes. He's Mike's. Paulo, Francesco, and Bruno. Baby. Thank you. Baby. Oh, no, I'm getting baby. wrapped it up. Okay, yes. Okay. Baby. And, um, yes. And um, I, I just. I love you, baby, but time. Okay, guess what? Guess what? One more thing. I love, I love you, too. I just want to say one thing. Okay. Um, okay. One, one thing. last thing. Um, I had a little dream in my little town, and it okay. did. everyone said it was impractical, and that was a far-fetched, but oh. it did happen after all, so don't give up on your dream. Thank you. I'm, it was a good. Uh, oh, what so, the fuck? 
that was the uh, the only time it really happened. Uh, there were other times where she stood up and held the sign. Somebody's like, all right. People made jokes about it. Um, John Oliver intentionally filibustered so that uh, she would stand up and and get mad. You know, he like listed the entire uh, Liverpool soccer team. Yeah, some some light comedy from people. Who, I don't hate that. Yeah, I don't no, hate no. that. That's I don't hate it, but people got very upset about it, and I'm like, they did. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, because you know, I mean, it's Twitter. They're they're acknowledging it. It's it's so awkward when the music tries to play them off. Yeah. Um. It it's it's I don't know. It's just something different. It doesn't have to be earth shattering. Like Sean out west here says, uh, not funny. Eh, it doesn't necessarily have to be funny. The point is, get the fuck off the stage. Yeah. And you got black ladies saying, baby, baby. I mean, that's great. That's better than what they had before with just the music. Yeah. No. Look, I I, I appreciate the effort, and uh, I I think it was kind of funny. But um, I think Jennifer Coolidge was good natured. When uh, Stephen Yoon, who won for Beef, was uh, talking very emotionally about uh, being an Asian actor in Hollywood, someone had the decision in the control truck to be like, no, no, no. Anthony's uh, mom is not standing up to right, interrupt right. One, the one Asian award we've given in the, the last century. Right. So. If she starts dropping some hardcore slurs. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, um, ex- Exactly. Hello to hey, G-Rob. G-Rob. G-Rob throws two bucks at us and says, big WATP uh, fan, first time for this show. Love it. And that's wonderful to hear because Christian and I have known that we are kind of like the uh, heirs apparent. Uh, Carl will be, you know, he depends on us. Depends on us. <laughs> right. We are, we are the, we were the crown princes of the whole network. Yeah. So. Car- Carl is uh, basically like Jay Leno 2008. We all know he's going to retire. We're here waiting to take his job. And yeah. then after six months, he's going to come back and, uh, you know, take his job back. But that's all right. We're going to have a, just a magical six months. Uh, right. We're just having fun. Part of the brand. He is, you know, he's the eye candy. Uh, I mean, my God. Um, yeah. So, but we well, all know deep down that we're the stars and, of the whole. The whole and by the way, G-Rob's reaction is typical. Whenever anybody watches this show for the first time, they always love it. And uh, we're always so happy to hear from everyone who checks out the show and just yep. adores the show yep. and loves watching the show. Yeah, I have I have never, ever uh, heard anything or saw anything that was disparaging said about us. No, uh, no. You know, it's always it's always been fantastic. We've never gotten some horrible <laughs> comments that just come in for no apparent reason. Yeah, no, I I, I don't see anything like that. Right. So there's nothing uh, well, in front of my face. Let's uh, take this uh, goodwill right into one of America's favorite segments: politics. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics? Now, at the uh, at the end of every episode, I uh, always do my best to remind everyone that uh, every mic is a hot mic. And uh, a lot of people, I think, take it to heart. Uh, but when you've just announced that you're no longer running for president, you don't really give a shit that there's a hot mic. But, uh, you know, probably not stuff that uh, Chris Christie wanted people to hear. But uh, we did lose a real one. Chris Christie no longer can't really say running for president. But, you know, whatever he was doing, 
trying to become president. So uh, let's hear what he has to say about uh, Nikki Haley uh, when uh, a hot mic uh, recorded this on a uh, virtual event. Yeah, I mean, look, she spent $68 million so far, just on TV. Spent $68 million so far, $59 million by DeSantis, and we spent twelve. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. So two things there. Uh, she's going to get smoked. I think that's funny. You know, I, I, I agree that uh, it's fun. What did people like about the real world? We liked when people started getting real. And uh, I appreciate that from the former governor of New Jersey. But um, I, I don't think that he's capable of punching above his weight. I, I stopped myself from making a fat joke like 30 seconds ago. But then he goes and says that. And uh, I can't I can't be responsible for the way uh, I react to it, Eric. I hope you understand. I, I, I like how he's breaking down uh, things about a bunch of losers that have yeah. no chance of doing anything to Trump in the next however many months till the election who yeah. the fuck weighs in about all the other losers no that, that's ridiculous well I, I i do want to be able to say goodbye to some of these losers and uh i i do want to uh let christy finish talking about uh, anyone else he might have heard from recently she's still 20 points behind trump in new hampshire right yeah and, oh yeah and he's gonna he's still gonna carry out right yes always i t- you know, i talked to De- desantis called me <laughs> petrified that I would he's probably getting out of Iowa and then somebody realizes they need to turn the mic down but this one outside on his campaign website and it's like yeah he's he's probably getting out after Iowa oh yeah well it's interesting (laughs) because he's like you know he's letting her have it because she's down by 20 points and so if you do the math oh yeah she's down by 20 and then if someone said well how many are you down by and uh You'd say, well, you take his number and then put zero next to mine. That's how many, (laughs) that's that's how how much I trail by, you fat Uh, fuck. Well, (laughs) Chris Christie stepped out last week and uh, just last night we left, uh, we lost from the race, still very much alive, but we lost from the race. Uh, He'd been one of my favorites. Uh, Going all the way back to the the first uh, pilot episode we did of this show, Carl and I, uh, I enjoy clips of Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm sure he's not going to go away, but uh, he's really kind of an ominous thing. You know, people don't say I'm no longer running. Usually, usually they suspend their campaign. And I want your instant reaction, Eric, to what you think he's alluding to when he says this. There is no path for me to be the next president absent things that we don't want to see happen in this country. So absent things that we don't want to see happen in this country. So what is he alluding to that might make him get back in the race? I don't know. Does he always speak weirdo like that? I, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm too smart to figure that out. Well, I, I, I can think of one scenario. And, uh, you know, we don't want to tie things together. But he's basically saying if harm were to come to anyone, if something were to happen, Someone oh. were to be removed, uh, whether through law or through something else. So he's being like, yeah, look, I'm keeping the door open just in case. Wink, wink. You know what I mean? I so, see. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I, I'm always thrown off because every time I see somebody that looks like him, I expect him to be building a uh, homemade hydroelectric uh, uh, dam to feed the uh, fucking shit. God damn it. I kept trying to soldier on and I oh. fucked it up. 
you lost it for a second and uh you, you just but here's the thing you knew you had to just pull the shoot and just let yes. go you know yes <laughs> sometimes shit i had it in my brain and then i was like no ah shit god oh, damn it that's all right it's usually me that that happens to so uh i enjoyed a little bit extra when it's not me uh but somebody who probably is gonna need to pull the shoot uh sometime soon uh would be the aforementioned ron DeSantis. Uh, who was definitely crowing about uh, what some could say is a strong second place finish. Others would say you know, 40 points behind uh, Trump in Iowa. So the Iowa caucuses were last night. And uh, I know we have international lister- listeners and viewers. And I also know a lot of you don't give a shit. I get that too. But um, I enjoy the reaction to the conclusion of this Ron DeSantis you know, it's not a uh, victory lap, but he's a, hey, we're going to get him next time lap. Chris, bring out the first lady. Bring out the first lady. <laughs> All right. So Florida Governor Ron DeSantis right there. So uh, I should note for our audio audience, this is from Newsmax, which is a very conservative outlet. But uh, Ron DeSantis, I think a guy that they uh, like in any other setting except for when he's an opponent of uh, Donald Trump, he's looking for his wife and he says, Bring out the first lady. Bring out the first lady. And here's their reaction. Three hosts are audibly laughing at the idea that she's going to be the first lady. Like a victory speech there. I did not hear any congratulations for Donald Trump. Is that what you call the wife of a governor? Maybe. I, yeah, yeah, all right, but I he's talking about possible? the first lady like she's gonna be yeah. the first lady. Yeah, the country. he sucks. You're shit. right. She is the first what? lady of Florida. Uh, real quick, but, before uh, we get... sorry, my next clip uh, started to autoplay. Don't worry, we got something else. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say, Eric? No, no, no. I wasn't. I was just. Uh, I was just. Maybe, maybe that's what he's doing. I don't know. But this guy, yeah. he's he's horrible. There's. I, well, I like how when he that there, there's that clip of him saying. uh He's suggesting that they did a great job and were very successful in Iowa. I mean, he was jail sexed. It was it was so one sided. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I don't usually use it as a, as a verb, but he was indeed jail sexed. Oh. Uh, but look, the night wasn't a complete loss uh, because at uh, at an event after the fact, uh, someone decided that they wanted to approach Ron DeSantis with an award. And I think the way that he handles this is going to tell you everything you need to know about uh, what a great president he's going to be. But nothing's going to stop us. Uh, real quick, before we get started, thank you, everyone. Governor DeSantis, I want to present to you this participation trophy. <laughs> now, probably not going to win the election, right? But we're proud of you for trying. There you go. Oh. I mean, he's special, he's unique, and he's our little snowflake. Oh no! <laughs> so the guy gets uh, walked off the stage. Uh, was obviously not Ooh. part of the event. Shout out to Japanese fart enthusiast who made sure that I saw that. Uh, Japanese Ooh. fart enthusiast finds uh, a lot of political clips. Uh, we'll play some more from him, assuming it's him. But uh, yeah, the idea that uh, he's the participation trophy, and he's like, "Oh, should I take this? No, 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 no! He's making fun of me." Well. I, you know, he's like, Casey, get him away. I think it might be more fun if at some point he goes, he takes it and, and leans in and, and, and rolls with it, does something. Don't just sit there and look mad. 
Uh, I, I think that it will be actually, it would actually win favor, but he, he wouldn't do that. He, he's, he's an idiot. Yeah, but did you like the way he really rolled with it? This uncomfortable moment, this interaction with uh, a guy who is on camera giving him a participation trophy. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it was very smooth. Uh, and I think that that's why Ron DeSantis is going to make a great president because of the fact that he can really think on his feet and he can turn. Well, he can really make lemonade out of lemons, uh, as he did at this recent event where he was heckled. One running that is actually enacted protections for the sanctity of life. I'm the only one that's been able to do that. They're saying no oil money. You see, like four people. You live and you learn with these people, right? <laughs> what did you think of that reaction? Uh, uh, the, the, the team that go to like drag the protesters out, they snapped right to it. I would vote for them in the uh, well, the California primary, I suppose. But uh, this is his uh, ad lib. You live and you learn with these people, right? <laughs> yeah, you sure do. No, no, you <laughs> jokes, yeah, right? Learn, live and lo- learn what? What did you learn? That was a mistake. You guys didn't get that one right. Okay. That was a mistake. You guys didn't get that one right. And no one knows what the fuck he's talking about. That's why people love Trump. Do you remember the one where uh, Trump said, take him in the back and beat him? Remember that one? I mean, that's why they love that motherfucker. He's encouraging them to injure the hecklers. Well, of course he got elected. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you invoked the name of uh, of our former president. And, uh, you know, if you uh, believe what you see in the Iowa caucus is uh, also our next uh, our next president. We don't have any uh, Nikki Haley clips this week, but uh, don't worry. Donald Trump would like to talk to us about Nikki Haley. I don't want to make because she also said, you know, they asked her about the Civil War. Why did it start? How did it start? She didn't use the word slavery, which was interesting. I don't know that it's it's going to have an impact. But, you know, I'd say slavery is sort of the obvious answer. I'm supposed to supposed to about three paragraphs of bullshit. She just talked. Nobody knew what she was. Saying. <laughs> and my God, that's why Trump <laughs> clips are gold on this show, because, oh my uh, God. you know, these uh, these cable news outlets like uh, One American News and Newsmax, I don't think they have the money to put any kind of delay on these things. So uh, Trump swears a lot, and uh, I mean, what's better than that? You know, oh, that was that was a, uh, a metaphorical two dicks in her ass right there, <laughs> right oh, there. Shit. Uh, well, he's he's been on fire lately, and uh, he does have a uh, an impression of Sleepy Joe who uh, last I heard is apparently the occupant of uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, our current president, Joe Biden. I could read that teleprompter all day long. Biden can't even read the teleprompter. The other day, Matt, he's given a a thing. He's a news conference because he hasn't had one in about six years or something. Can't have it. You can't have a news. So he picks up. He goes, Bill. From NBC, NBC, over uh, So the guy asked him a very simple question, like about vanilla ice cream. But then they actually asked him a question about a border or something. So he goes, they ask him a question, Bill from NBC, they ask him a question. Um, the border is very strong. Uh, it's very normal. And things are going very well on the border. Oh, thank you very much for the news conference. Thank you. 
And then he walks into a wall. Oh, oh my And then God. he walks into a wall. <laughs> okay. I am convinced. This is, um, this whole campaign, being the president, is, you know how, like, some people have hobbies, ho- hobbies like playing video games and shit like that? Sure, this is yeah, just absolutely. a goddamn game for him. <laughs> and he's having so much fucking fun. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, uh, last night as a part of his uh, acceptance, his victory in the Iowa caucus, uh, he did uh, shout out the recently departed mother of his wife, Melania. And uh, I just uh, I think he has uh, some some great insight to the uh, family dynamic. But more important than Melania, I want to thank her incredible, beautiful mother who passed away few days ago and she's up there way up there she's looking down and she's so proud of us and i just want to say to amalia you are special uh, one of the most special people i've ever known and uh, that was a tough period of time for the family but so here he's looking up talking to her in the sky because clearly i mean you know obviously you go right. to, to heaven um but uh i i want to hear a little bit more about uh, amalia's family she uh, okay. She's amazing. She was amazing. So I just want to thank what she's done for our family and her husband, who's home right now and very lonely. He's a lonely oh, man, but he's going to be oh, okay, no. Victor. They're great people. Great, uh, great parents to all of us, really. Great very parents, lonely. But also, to- <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very, he's, he's he's very lonely. He's home alone right now. Very lonely. <laughs> Victor's. Victor's putting this around his neck, getting ready to swing like Brooks. God damn it. He didn't he's, have to say it. He didn't have to say how lonely I am. God damn it. He's very lonely. Well, you, you've got a couple bucks. You want to send somebody over to the house and give him a sponge bath? I mean, something, you know, come on. Oh, uh, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> uh, there was uh, earlier, kind of in the middle of last week, there was uh, a, a fun moment where uh, there was a hearing that they've been holding about uh, Hunter Biden. And uh, Hunter Biden actually showed up. It's it's more like funny for the fact that it happened, and then you know they wouldn't let him talk, so then he left, and then everybody's like, "Oh my God, he walked out!" But yeah. tip hat to uh, Hunter Biden, who look of everybody that we've shown clips from today. Who do I want to have a weekend in Vegas with Hunter Biden? But <laughs> that being said, uh, he chose to leave uh, right as Marjorie Taylor Greene was starting to talk. So there's uh, there's footage out there. It wasn't funny enough for me to show. But uh, right as she's starting to talk, it's like, and, and uh, we join <laughs> Hunter Biden out in the hallway right now. And uh, again, our buddy Japanese fart enthusiast made sure that uh, we didn't miss this question that was asked of hunter uh his answer is not important but i think it's a question that uh, a lot of us could use for life you please i'll answer your question if you be quiet and let me make a statement okay what kind of crack do you normally smoke mr biden let me- yeah what kind of crack do you normally smoke mr biden i didn't realize there's different varieties holy shit <laughs> yeah like what percentage uh you blueberry know. blueberry <laughs> cocaine rock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, can you imagine if Trump decided to make Hunter Biden his running mate? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, uh, oh. 
I, I have no issue with that. Uh, I love this guy. I love the world that we live in. This has all been just a goddamn majestic time. Trump, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. It's the Lions are winning. It's a utopia. It's a great time. It's a great time to be alive, uh, unless you're uh, Eric Zane's barbecue outside, buried yes, under three feet yes, of snow. Very much so. <laughs> but uh, speaking of the Lions, as I said, we don't have any clips on them. But it is time to uh, ask the question: Who are these sportscasters? Home of the hourly triple play. And uh, you sent me this one, and uh, I love this clip so much. It's actually the uh, title of this episode. Chris Rose is uh, speaking with uh, Maurice Jones Jr. and uh, takes the uh, well. There's there's a very pregnant pause in here, and uh, let's is let's it, see if we can. Wait, understand. Did, did you say isn't it Maurice Jones Drew? Ah, uh, whatever. God you know. damn it! You know that's my bit that I don't know anybody's name, right? Fuck me. Anyway, he used to play football. Rose is hilarious. So here you go. Rose is great. I, yeah, I, I loved when uh, he and Kevin Millar did the show on the MLB Network, and uh, he's still out there. Uh, all right. So, you know, I, I I got one of the names right. Where's my partial credit for that? Anyway, who it is doesn't matter because Chris Rose says this. This is far and away the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had, right? I mean, is it possible that they can ride the D? I, I the defense. Just <laughs> Listen. defense is it possible they can ride that d and uh i spent a lot of time trying to find a version of that clip that's actually from the nfl network uh, all everybody has is whoever filmed that with their cell phone so thank that hero who did oh. that because that was pretty amazing how fun <laughs> is that the fact that drew starts to answer it and then it hits yeah. him hold on a minute and then he does the double take. Oh yes, that is that uh, is nice, very nice. Yeah. Well, they you know can they ride that D? And it's like, come on, man, <laughs> you know the answer to that. Uh, I I've got uh, one clip from what is a kind of a masterful forty minute takedown. Uh, our pal Stephen A. Smith uh, responded to some comments from uh, Jason Whitlock. The ins and outs of why these two don't like each other don't really matter. I think most of us, Eric, don't like either of them. You know, I think we could probably get behind that. But uh, when Stephen A. Smith says something like, you know, he ate the table, you know, there's there's moments where uh, I think I appreciate the way his mind works. So here's Stephen A. Smith responding to Jason Whitlock. You betrayed me. Did you tell the folks that, you bitch? <laughs> Did you tell them? You fat piece of shit. Did you tell them that? You, you bitch. You fat piece of shit. <laughs> oh, God. He is so perfect in those. Talk. Think about the drops that will now be with us for the rest of time. You fat piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. I mean, we could have you could have an entire row of just uh, an entire screen of Stephen A. Smith drops, and uh, yeah, uh, I think that uh, he he does a great job really taking down Jason Whitlock. But oh. that's that's the part that really works for our show. <laughs> you you fat know, piece of shit. 
and the thing is, I watched all of the shit that Whitlock said that he doesn't like, and I watched all of the Stephen A. Smith, uh, what he said about him, and it's all, no one gives a shit, okay? Agreed. The only yeah. thing interesting is just the swear words that Stephen A. uses. I think he looks like a fucking asshole. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, an asshole who uh, throws a really terrible first pitch, as we showed oh. uh, earlier this year uh, on our show. Uh, well, I, I have an important question that all of the uh, sports world is uh, looking to ask. How about them Cowboys? Uh, it wasn't a great night in uh, Dallas. Uh, it was apparently uh, below freezing temperatures in a place that doesn't usually get that. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, the, the team also picked a terrible time to go ice cold. But uh, I love the clip that you sent to me. It uh, made the rounds after the fact. Uh, they so the Cowboys were down. Was it twenty to seven at halftime, and that was just like kind of a garbage touchdown in the last couple minutes. It was twenty. When I checked the score, it was twenty to nothing, and I'm like, oh, okay, things are right in the world. The 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 pack seems right. to be having no trouble in Dallas. Right. That's exactly right. So at halftime, Jimmy Johnson comes on, and uh, he knows he's uh, he's on in that locker room as he should be. So, uh, look, this is uh, this is a great moment. Uh, I, you know, you, you can't help but be inspired when uh, a former coach says something like, but I'll just say this, every single one of you, you know how hard we've worked. Oh, I don't need to have people pointing the fingers one thing or another. You get your rear end in there and you play the way you know how to play. We can win the game. We're going to open it up. We're going to go fast tempo. Defense, get after Jordan Love. You can't give him that much time. You do what you're supposed to do. We'll win this game. All right. That, that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> starts trying to rip his jacket off, which is nice. He sounds old and drunk. I see what you're saying. But, uh, you know, it was a big deal within the last month that uh, Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones seem to have uh, made nice after uh, decades of uh, not talking well to each other. So you see the way Jimmy Johnson's feeling at halftime. Let's see how Jerry Jones is uh, feeling after the game, uh, which, uh, by the way, uh, for anybody who doesn't follow that closely, uh, despite what Jimmy Johnson said, they didn't know how to play uh, the rest of that game. They uh, were uh, actually unsuccessful. But uh, let's uh, let's hear what uh, a guy who is probably still in top mental health and should definitely be involved in the day-to-day -day operations of a sports franchise. Of, uh, Green Bay, a lot of uh, uh, compliments and uh, credit. Um, and uh, uh, this is... Uh, one of my most surprises since I've been involved in sport, period. So uh, I just want to give you the exact quote, uh, Eric, in case you missed it. This is one of my most surprises since I've been involved in sport. Um, I yeah. don't know. I, I, I think if uh, I think we might have found our uh, next Democratic nominee for uh, right. President of the United States. Yes. Jones. Oh, God. Stuttering John would look at that and say, I don't get it. He's not speaking clearly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. All of that. Uh, this clip and Jimmy Johnson is the reason why no one listens to old people. You just look at him <laughs> just like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. You're you're fucking nuts. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. It's uh, it, it's it's exactly uh, what uh, we don't want to hear. But um, the uh, Cowboys fans uh, in the parking lot uh, were uh, a lot less common measured than Jerry Jones was, uh, probably because uh, they weren't as heavily medicated. Disgusted. I am upset. You feel me? I am from Virginia. I flew all the way in today to watch well, this. That's what you get from flying from Virginia to we Dallas. We another Romo on our hands. Choke like I'm disappointed. We need another quarterback, another coach, everything. It don't everything. matter to me. It don't matter. That's how Cowboys fans felt <laughs> after watching the team implode once again in the playoffs. We need help. We need Jesus. Yeah. Many blaming me. We need Jesus. That, that's, that's why I let it go that long. Uh, you know, that could help because uh, – Whatever they've been doing for the last 30 years isn't working. Ugh. So, yes, the Cowboys might actually need Jesus. Uh, so, wow. Uh, I, don't, I, I, there I, is... I don't know how we did on the combine, but uh, we should take a look at Jesus in the offseason, don't you? Yeah, think? that's uh, if you're uh, if you're on uh, work for a TV station and, you know, you when it's been this long for Dallas and they've been that <laughs> shitty. Boy, you are excited to put a microphone in front of these people's faces because they're going to give you gold every time. We need Jesus. We need Jesus. Exactly. Uh, So there were a lot of reactions throughout the the Internet and uh, social media. And um, if there was ever somebody that you wanted to see what uh, genuine well thought out sports disappointment looked like. Well, we would go to uh, old Drip Bayless. Skip Bayless uh, posted this video, and this video, as you'll see, is not edited. I started as late into it as I can, but I think a lot of the magic comes from the fact that uh, it doesn't need to be as long as it is. So we've got Skip Bayless standing over a trash can, which First note in production of this video, trash can should already be open, but that might not have helped. So he, uh, we're going to just have to narrate it really. So he holds up a cowboy shirt, make sure we see the star. All right, trash can doesn't open easily, but he tosses it in there. All right, he's got another shirt. Make sure we see that there's a star on it. All right, it's got something. Oh, my God, the lid closed. Oh, now it goes in there. All right. Oh, yeah, take it off. Take Take the automatic lid off, you idiot. So he's got the jersey. Oh, no, no, no. This wouldn't be as fun a clip. Okay, the lid closed again. So now he gets the 21 jersey in there. And uh, he's got another jersey. And uh, he's like, ah, you know what? All right, let's see if I can get that open. All right, there it goes. All right, in there. Jesus, this guy's got a lot of jerseys he's got to get rid of. And, of course, number 88, the lamb jersey. Okay, the fucking thing closed again and uh he's wearing a cowboy hat but he throws away the other cowboy hat can't get the lid open at all Save wow. his life, Eric. and there's the one he dusts off the one in there oh mind blown and skip bayless walks through i, I don't know i mean that looks like uh, an extended stay america he couldn't possibly live there right i mean that can't be his home but uh, in case you want to know what a what a fun guy he is, he's got a framed <laughs> poster of Anchorman and Caddyshack because uh, obviously the person who just delivered that video uh, knows comedy. And uh, I, I'm glad that I was able to share it with you, Eric, wow. and with everyone in the WATB it's a, audience. It's a good thing nobody takes him seriously. 
Because yeah. that was ridiculous. He dug them all out. He probably had a clean bag in there to begin with. He dug them all out, and then this will all be forgotten. Yeah, no, I, I uh, exactly. I don't know. I mean, look, I think everybody who follows the team gets disappointed in them now and again. And uh, maybe we feel like we have this thought, but I'm pretty sure if I had to guess, as soon as he stopped, uh, stopped rolling, he probably took all that stuff out of what is probably just a, like a waste paper basket. It's not like the kitchen trash. Right. Kelly Riddle's got something to share with us. Yeah, I'm not sure. Explain this to me, Christian. See regular chat. YouTube is censoring super chat hard. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. Kelly Riddle has uh, mentioned this to me before. Uh, Kelly does a great job in uh, trying to find things for me to say. So uh, as as we move along, we'll see if we can find what Kelly Riddle was trying to say. Uh, I'm I'm scrolling myself. I'm not seeing it, but... Uh, uh, Am I related to Patton Oswalt? Uh, I don't think so, but uh, thanks, Johnny Meyer. So, uh, but Johnny Meyer previously has said, who are these boars? Oh, they, they, he's on fire. He's he been, is on he's, fire. Oh, he's been killing us a whole goddamn show. Yeah. I wish you could search the chat by, uh, by poster. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't. Maybe uh, if you have an email, you, you still use email. You could send it, send it yeah. to you. Yeah, Kelly, I, you emailed me not that long ago. Uh, you can send your comment. Uh, to, it's, it's my podcast, so Blattcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. I'm sure no one will abuse that email address, but uh, I would absolutely uh, be happy uh, to read any chat that was intended to be super. Uh, but uh, so far, we are, uh, well, they're just standing in the way. Anyway. This is uh, the, there's that guy who hates uh, shows that do super chats. And I always say we don't get that many. We did let ourselves get uh, a little bit derailed there in our attempt. Uh, but I I'm going to go back to Stephen A for a moment. You let me know when you need to tap out because uh, Stephen A. Smith oh. is a um, he's a, uh, a fairly big detractor of the Dallas Cowboys and uh, he had them put together uh, a, a little, little music video. You let me know how many seconds we can I get into this. team and Big D. <laughs> That's what makes this funny. Uh, 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 how about the Cowboys? Uh, 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 how about the Cowboys? Somehow, somehow, when the cow just wait. I have to admit that we've gotten a lot further than I thought we would. They will mess it up just wait. Um, the accident, they will let you go just wait. The accident, yeah, it's, we'll make it through it. <laughs> well, no, there, it's just like another minute. So, uh, <laughs> so there was uh, there were definitely some uh, musically inclined uh, Cowboys haters. And uh, I've got a snippet from another one. And uh, the, the guy's name is on the screen. So uh, we'll just pick this up sort of in the middle of uh, it, it's a, a parody of Billy Joel's For the Longest Time. Point being that uh, girl asks at the beginning, Daddy, when was the last time that the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl? And it hasn't happened for the longest time. There's no Dallas Cowboy fans inside. Are y'all still them boys after tonight? Green Bay destroyed you. No championship for you. That hasn't happened for the Oh, <laughs> that's not terrible. 
It's not terrible no. at all. No, not terrible at all. And uh, the I, I thought it was actually pretty good. Robert Williams Films. And uh, Robert, yeah, Robert Williams Films is the uh, Instagram account. I actually found it to be pretty good. There were some nice cuts in there. But the uh, problem is that uh, my takeaway was that Mr. Williams had one day to celebrate because he and his family were uh, Philadelphia Eagles fans. And uh, the enjoyment <laughs> did uh, did not last uh, for very long uh, for uh, Phil, you know, I uh, grew up a uh, New York Giants fan, so uh, the la- the weekend was great for us, other than, you know, not being in the playoffs at all. But if there's teams that we like to see lose, it's these two. Uh, and uh, JFK Headchunk, no dress on this guy. Tyler Perry would be disappointed. That is a great point. And uh, <laughs> what does Captain Meter 08 say? What Eric? would what would Professor Kumia say about that parody song? You know, we can only imagine. We can only imagine. <laughs> Yeah, we will have to use our uh, imagination. It would have a little Uh, bit of aggression to it, no doubt. (laughs) Uh, There's there's often there's this gag in a stadium when a team's not playing well. Uh, Usually, as a as a Mets fan, uh, we we see some of this uh, by early September. But uh, this was uh, on a a primetime Monday Night Football playoff game. And uh, there's a group of uh, Eagles fans just with bags on their heads. And you can feel for them, but they brought the bags to the stadium. They had to know. They were like, <laughs> we know we're going to fuck it up. And yeah. that's the end of it. Oh, my God. That's spectacular because Eagles fans are some of the worst people in humanity. Yeah. And I do want to share a perfect illustration of that, Eric. I don't know this guy from uh, Barstool, but uh, I assume uh, if our our buddy Blind Mike were here, he'd be able to recognize his voice. But um, this is a pretty uh, top-notch Eagles rant. It's the thing that a lot of us do when our teams lose. We're like, well, I didn't want them to win anyway, and here's why. So uh, let's let's hear this uh, gentleman from Barstool. Better that they lost. Better that they lost. Now I don't have to watch this fucking coach ever again. I don't want to look at his face ever again. His stupid fucking face. His stupid fucking sayings. He's so corny. He's so cheesy. He's such a fucking loser. And I never, ever, ever want to hear from him again. It's good. It's good that they lost. Yeah, it's good. This guy sucks. Yep. Oh. So uh, are you surprised that this guy owns a Philadelphia Eagles tracksuit? Of uh, course, look at that. It's it's like velvet. It's yeah. it's just fucking Polly Walnut. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look at him. <laughs> God damn. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Thank you to Reverend Shitstain, powerful pooper. He is a powerful t- pooper. Christian and I get a buck each. It says show interrupting super chat says moo. Football <laughs> is for queers. Thank you. All right, powerful pooper, uh, duly noted, and uh, uh, Reverend Shitstein, uh, powerful pooper, does uh, provide us with uh, some great content. It is usually not them, but um, I um, I don't feel for the people of Philadelphia. However, in this clip that I saw on Twitter, um, the Tampa Bay Bucks fan who's filming it is just like next level, like Skip Bayless level douche. So he's talking to a girl in some people's outfits. Bucks fans are being mean to you. What do you want to say to all Bucks Nation? 
Suck a fat one. Wait, where's the finger at? Fuck off. Okay. Fuck off. All right. Get the fuck out of Tampa. All right. Good times. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Tampa doesn't really seem like one of those places where they they should be going around pounding their chest about stuff. You know. I mean, come on. But but you know what it is. It's all. You know, it's the Eagles are one of those teams. They're similar to Dallas. Their fans are ridiculous. Uh, it's it's a wonderful day when Eagles fans are pissed off. So that's that's all really, really good, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great for the NFL that uh, Eagles fans and uh, Cowboys fans uh, pissed off uh, at the same time. And uh, shout out to our buddy Vinny, Vinny Paulino, whose yep. uh, Dolphins uh, did not uh, deliver for him. But uh, that's, that's all right. I should point this out. My team is so shitty that now that we've won one goddamn playoff game, no matter what happens, we're going to be like, we're awesome. I mean, seriously, it's been so long since this team has done anything that you would get none of that from us. We're all just like, ah, it's okay. It's okay. No big deal. Yeah. So if uh if they if they lose this weekend, it's like, hey, we had a we had a good run. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There will be no fans that will be like that loudmouth Philly bitch. <laughs> but I, I mean I don't need to go back to her, but uh, you know, in the right circumstances, I would. I, I don't care that she's an Eagles fan. I mean, I saw her. I'm like, sure, why not? Are you, you suggesting know? like you'd have sex with her? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not in my you, current life you circumstances. You goddamn but pig. What? what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, you're the one who wants to shut up Julie Baker from talking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we've uh, got a couple more uh, football clips. Look, it was a big football uh, weekend. Don't worry. In yeah. a month, we won't even have any football clips. It'll be yeah, fine. Relax. Yeah. I do want to take a moment to uh, introduce our audience to the uh, Tuto, the Tuto Del Capo, the big boss of all the bosses of Bills Mafia. I do believe this is their leader for the Buffalo Bills Mafia, the, the fan base. Yeah. Uh, this was at uh, Highmark Stadium. I believe this is on Saturday. For people who don't know, the game was supposed to be played uh, Saturday. No, no, sorry. It was supposed to be played on Sunday at one o'clock Eastern. And uh, for Buffalo to cancel a sporting event because of the winter, uh, the winter weather. Clearly, there was something crazy going on. So there's a lot of footage of people who got paid to uh, shovel, and I believe they got 20 bucks an hour, which uh, sounds like good money these days. Uh, so I'm going to do my best for our audio audience to describe this gentleman here. You tell me what you think of uh, this guy who's been paid to help shovel snow, what he decided to do. Like, he's coming down this little slide filled with snow. We're going all the way this time. He got his oh. shirt off. And, uh, I mean, he's well insulated. I'll give him Pretty that. Pretty anticlimactic. His shirt is off. He's going down the chute to to, yeah. uh, to to get rid of the snow. Um, yeah, that's this is what – look at those rolls. That's fantastic. There's the rolls. There's some kind of bruise. And, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess this is what uh, – 
this is what Vinny thinks of when he thinks of uh, of Bills fans. You know, I yes. think that uh, this is uh, th- this is kind of the uh, their leader, as I said. Uh, I don't shot. even know why they bother to shovel out the goddamn stadium. Like it's gonna well, matter. <laughs> I did hear that. Uh, the sections that uh, were predominantly uh, Steelers fans were not as well shoveled. No, that, kind no. of made, that kind of made me chuckle. So no, that's, that's, that's part of the the joy. Go stand in the snow, you fucking yeah. dick. Jesus. So look, I mean, yeah, that guy takes his shirt off in a Buffalo whiteout snowstorm. But our uh, our final proper clip for the show this week will illustrate how a real man handles freezing conditions. I believe it was uh, eight below in uh, Kansas city. And uh, of course I'm talking about Andy Reed there with the frozen mustache. (laughs) That's right. He's got the, the old push broom full of snots that uh, froze directly under his nose. That is hideous. You fucking disgusting pig. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it's oh. There's icicles on it. Uh, I think that uh, if you're not watching the show, oh. you, need to, oh. you need to find it. And it, uh, yeah, it I looks mean. like a fucking sh- a sh- sugary jizz dollop on his nose. I don't know why I can't goddamn talk today. What the fuck is going? Sugary on? jizz dollop actually works, and uh, I had that on my uh, bingo card for this week's show. Uh, that is our our last clip proper but uh let's have a fun moment in broadcasting history before we go way back back into time let's find out So, as I mentioned, the uh, hey, look, I don't know, I just hit the button, and then what happens, happens. <laughs> the uh, hey, fair enough. The uh, as we mentioned, the Emmy Awards were last night, and uh, I I wanted to try and find for this segment our Hall of Fame. I want to find a disastrous moment. Instead, I found what seems like probably one of the coolest moments in uh, Emmy Awards history. Uh, this is from 1976. Uh, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy and the award is presented by red fox i don't know it already doesn't get cooler than this no clip today that we've shown has been cooler than this but uh let's see how outstanding supporting actor in a variety of music series the nominees are tim conway the carol burnett show conway from the carol burnett show immediately stands up Yeah. And Kevin yeah. knows he's nominated for Chevy Chase. Harvey Corman also takes Chevy Chase, NBC Saturday night. Yeah. And we're all there. And the winner is. Conway's <laughs> <laughs> got his speech. Chevy Chase, NBC Saturday night. Oh, Chevy wins. <laughs> the other guys leave. Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase, he falls down, god damn it. 
false. I mean, come on. What else did showbiz give oh. us in 1976? Even Skip Bayless would have laughed at that. Uh, he's won the first couple seconds of Chevy's uh, acceptance speech here. Kevin's pick. Red Fox isn't going anywhere now. Needless to say, this is uh, totally expected on my part. And that's really oh. all you need, because anybody you know, who knows Chevy Chase knows, oh, they think he's joking, but um, he's not. He's, no, no. He's, he's I mean, there was so much there. You have Red Fox, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Chevy Chase, young, still an asshole, or a bigger asshole then. That that set with the glitter and the podium, everything was just crazy. And then Corbin and, and Conway, God, that's, that's absolutely legendary. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to tell me that uh, that this is the best era for television right now. I mean, it certainly wasn't the best era for award shows, you know, right now, because uh, I, I, I could live in that moment. That could be my my Groundhog's Day, just reliving that day, sitting there in the audience for that. Well, uh, what was ahead, beautiful sorry. about that is they were all kind of playing off of each other, because as far as we know, um, Conway was the first one to start the bit and the other two, they, they, they played along with it. So that was awesome. Nowadays you got, uh, Joe Coy makes one little crack that isn't even about Taylor Swift, Swift and the fucking bitch loses her mind. They, they didn't even know who had won yet. And they got up on the stage. There would be a TikTok video basically uh, somewhere uh, along those lines. I think at some point, you know, something like that. Uh, in any case, uh, that is uh, the end of our show right here for this week. So excited to uh, have brought so much mirth to everyone. Where are we at on the Super Chats? We uh, we have our, oh. our winner, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's slim, which is okay. fine. Totally fine. Um, did you come up with anything via your email or anything? Did that? I'll uh... look for it. Um, I do want to take a moment and uh, just let everybody know that uh, – we do have a uh, a special guest on our next show. Very excited to be joined by someone who has never been on this show, and I don't know if they've been on the channel before. For our audio audience who haven't had it spoiled, we're going to play a few notes of another glass of the great song. Yes, indeed. On next week's show, Eric and myself will be joined by Jackie, the Joke Man Martling, and uh, he's going to sit in with us have some fun we'll play some clips we'll talk about his career obviously we'll talk about the stern show and uh very excited that he said yes uh shout out to our buddy liam McEnany who suggested that i reach out to jackie uh i'm excited to have him on i i've never talked to him so uh i, I hope we have uh, fun with jackie next week that is that's gonna work out fantastic i mean he's a goddamn legend so uh i'm yeah. looking forward to that very excited about that, having Jackie the Joke Man Martling on our show next week. If uh, you want to let people know where to find you, and uh, I don't have a message from Kelly Riddle, so uh, okay. Kelly, send it to me, and uh, we'll read it on next week's show. I was looking for it, but uh, go ahead. Eric, let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, I want to talk about my daily free podcast, wherever you download shows audio podcast you will find the eric zane show podcast it's uh two hours daily show monday through friday check it out and hopefully you'll like it there you go and uh, i have uh, my own podcast called the black cast b-l-a-d-t-c-a-s-t 
And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, go to whoarethese.com. You'll find the phone number, but please mention that it's for WATB. And I always say the best five bucks you can spend every month is to join the Patreon over there. There was an amazing show on the latest episode of Who Are These Socials. Uh, They found basically a Sesame Street for uh, queer kids, and uh, they try to teach them about activism. And uh, I'm not going to lie, it's uh, one of of my favorite things I've seen in a very long time. (laughs) So anybody who wants to find that, uh, if you're watching this show, I assume that uh, you watch Who Are These Socials as well. But it was episode 53. It was called Queer Kid Stuff. (laughs) QKS is the show they watched. Also the title of Who Are These Socials. Our buddies Carl and Blind Mike uh, do a great job over there on Who Are These Socials. And uh, Eric, um, I, 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 you know what? I'll send you a link at the moment where they start watching the show. I think you're going to enjoy it. I, I, I would. I, it sounds stuff. like it. Just hearing your endorsement makes me want to see it right now. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. So everybody go check that out. And uh, so let's see. The big super chat is going to be whatever Kelly Riddle sent us. But also Kelly Riddle is putting into my mouth to say something that I that I don't believe in, but uh, that's the interest of the bit for the Super Chats. I'm Christian Blatt. Remember that every mic is a hot mic, and if David Chandler ever gets on board with Super Chats, we're all fucked. I don't have that kind of money. Never apologize to Ray DeVito. FTWO. But I love the two-key world order, but... FTWL. We'll see y'all with Jackie the Joke Man Martling next Tuesday.